Germany has just registered its one millionth refugee. And these people want to send them home. Tens of thousands of Syrian refugees who probably, in many cases, not probably, who are definitely, in many cases, ISIS aligned. This is going to be the great Trojan horse. At least two people have died in a fire at an overcrowded Greek migrant camp. The dead are reported to be a woman and a child. We want Sweden to stay Swedish. The question is whether conflict is now going to be a permanent part of this new world. Hello and welcome to The People's Podcast with me, Jay Yogendran. Today we're fortunate enough to be joined by Yazdan, who's a 16-year-old asylum seeker from Iran, now living in Croatia. He is passionate about sharing his family's stories and highlighting the reasons why he left Iran in search of safety. Yazdan, it's really lovely to get the chance to speak to you. Um, so could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Just present to our listeners. Okay, okay. Uh, my name is Yazdan Fayaz. I'm from Iran. I'm asylum seekers in Croatia. One and a half year, I'm run away from my country. And six months, I have been in Croatia. And could you tell us a little bit about why you fled your home? So, we ran away from our country because of uh, Sharia, Islamic Sharia. Uh, they believe something so, so worse. For example, uh, my father going to let my sister get married when they have uh, nine years old. Wow. This is Islamic Sharia. And my father put me on work. He told me you should work, not go to school. I need money, so you should work. And I cannot do nothing because we don't have a uh, so- social something like that in our country. And and how old were you when you had to when your dad asked you to go to work? From fourteen until fifteen. Wow. Mm-hmm. But I cannot because of father. So my mom told my father, what are you doing? It's not good to let your daughters to get married with other people. So young, when they are children. Yeah. Yeah, and then my father told to my mom, I will kill you. Yeah, I will kill you by car. My car has insurance and they will pay you. This is also some part of Shariat. When someone die, who kill it, she will pay a lot of money to the government and to their families. That's 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 really shocking, yeah. shocking to hear. And my father find some men to get married with my sisters. Mm-hmm. My mom find the families of them and told them it's not good. My daughter is children. Don't do that. Yeah. And when my father knows what do is my mom. He hit my mom, and we cannot do nothing. I just cry. Wow. Also, my sister. That's that's wow. That's a really, really harsh, harsh story to hear. It was our plan to run away from our country because my father told friends and friends of my mom, "I will put acid in her face, the face of my mom." Oh my god. It's so normal in our country, especially in our city. So I saw acid in the car of my father. 
Gosh. And I tell to my mom, he's gonna do that. When we go to the police station, I tell them, my father gonna do that 10 times. He says to me, he gonna do. But you know what police told me? Policeman told me, when that happened, then you can't come here. Not before. When, when he put acid in her face, then you can't come here. I have a question. When the face of my mom is burned, what can I do? Can I make her face again? Wow. And so, and so how old were you then when you, you decided that you needed to leave? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Because of problem, mm -hmm. when I was so young, I learned how to live like an old man. Because yeah. the problems make from the young boy an older man, I think. I know. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. so... And I see, what can I do now? I tell to my mom, and we thinking about we can run away from our country because of that. Because we didn't give nothing security from Islamic Republic of Iran. The mm -hmm. policemen and police station. And so, if you wouldn't mind, could you tell us a little bit about your journey towards the Greb? When we run away from our country, the first countries we entered that was Serbia. Mm -hmm. Serbia was so hard situation for asylum seekers. We don't have a freedom to find a good education. Okay. So I see I should go to the first country who is European Union mm -hmm. because I need freedom to choose my education, which school I want. And Serbian and Bosnia, they didn't give nothing for asylum seekers, not mm -hmm. rising permits, nothing. And I see I should bring my family to the country who is European Union. Yeah. So I will start from when we come to Croatia. Mm -hmm. When we cross the border illegally from the mountain, we have been in the jungle with my sister and my mom for one week. Without any food and water. And, and, how, and how old was your sister? They are now 10 years old. Wow. We drinking from the rainy water. Mm -hmm. Like animals. And the last day, my mom fallen down from the mountain. I lost my hope. And I just cried to find someone to call emergency medical. Mm-hmm. And when I call to emergency medical, they comes. Wow. But they didn't. But they didn't ask me where is your document. The first important thing was the health of my mom. Mm -hmm. They just tried to ask my mom, "Are you leaving?" They told me to translate for him, ask some question. That was so important for them, the health of my mom. And they bring my mom without any documents to the hospitals. And then police come. I think the policeman gonna tell me where is your document, why you come to our country. That was so different. Don't worry, everything will be fine. Wow. Don't worry. And really I feel I feel okay, I'm human now. Someone taking care about me and told me don't worry, everything will be fine. 
And I told them, because uh, I have been in Serbia, they have the same language. And I told them on them's language, I want to apply for asylum. Mm-hmm. They told me, okay, you can. It's possible. You are asylum seekers. We know nobody want to leave their country, their home, family. And after the procedures, they give a paper and they bring us by the car to the Zagreb, to the reception center. Yeah. Yeah. And when they come, they so, so respectfully ask, how are you? Are you okay? Do you need some medical help? And something like that. That was six months ago. Wow. For first time, I feel, okay, I'm human. And so what's it like living in the reception center then? It's basically a hotel. Mm-hmm. That was before hotel, before the government buy that building. building. We have now, I think, 400 rooms. And our rooms normally has uh, uh, four person. Yeah. Yeah. And we have uh, three times meals in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And also we have a monthly social help cash. 100 kunas. So, it's not like our country, it's uh, so far away from our country, but I feel security. I'm safe. I can go to the schools without, without any afraid from my father. Without any afraid to maybe next hour I didn't see my mom. Without any afraid. So respectfully, Croatian government, Ministry of Interior, asked me which school you want to go. It's so important for me because in Serbia, they just open the door of school and say, so if you want school, we have a justice. But the Croatia asked me which school you want. And really, I love to be a doctor, medical doctor. Mm-hmm. So I told them I want to go to the medical high school and they just sent me at medical high school without any documents. Amazing. Yeah. Ministry of Interior, Croatia. I'm a student now in medical school. And and how, how are your studies going? It's really great. I have a lot of friends in our school. They respect me. Croatian people. I didn't feel I'm in another country. In our country, like Iran, I have a lot of friends and teachers also. They so helped me to learning. Wow, that's, that's, that's really good to hear. Yeah, I never, I never thinking of that after that jungles will be this paradise. So what are your hopes for the future then? I have a goals. Mm-hmm. Because the Croatian people helped me yes. when my mom was sick. In always, from the beginning, they so helped me. And also, I love to be a doctor. A doctor. Yeah, because from one way, I love me, and from another way, I love to help people. Because I feel it that when someone helps another one who needs help, that's so good feel. And I want to help everybody. Be a doctor, and I want to be in Croatia forever. Maybe it will be so helpful to the Croatian people. And so how are your mother and sister doing? Are they, are they settling? 
And my mom and my sister are learning Croatian language. They are students. They go to the elementary school. And everything are fine. We have a freedom. I don't have afraid about them. They can freely go to the school and learning, learning, learning. My mother safe. She's now happy without any afraid from my father. That's really good to hear. Really good to hear. Were you able to get your documents all sorted? Yeah, it's the uh, asylum seeker's procedure. It's about nine months in Croatia. My mom has been in uh, some interview mm-hmm. with Ministry of Interior. We should tell them kindly why we leave our country by the documents from the hospital. So now we wait for our answer. Everything until now are fine, and I I really am sure. It will be fine now. Mm-hmm. It's it's really lovely to hear how positive you are about about the whole situation, um, and and life in Croatia. Is is there any messages that you'd like to share with our listeners? So the message is: I hope Europe take care about the asylums and refugees who not inside of European Union countries mm-hmm. like Bosnia, because. If it'll be so much better if we if we have a freedom in Serbia, but we didn't have a freedom. We cannot choose our school. We cannot have a Serbian documents. Nothing. And that's so hard when you run away from our country. You should run away from next, next, and next country. Yeah. Yeah. Now I run away from three countries: Iran, Serbia, and Bosnia. Wow. We lost our family. We lost our home. We lost everything we have. It would be so better if someone takes care about us. The out of European Union countries. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful for Croatian government and Ministry of Interior in Croatia. Well, Yazdan, it's been a real pleasure to hear your story. Um, and I, I, I want to wish you all the best um, in your studies, and hopefully, hopefully you'll succeed in your in your in your quest to become a doctor. I have no doubt that you will. Um, really, thank you so much for sharing your story. Really, I, I love to share my stories. Everybody know <laughs> what know. has happened in our country, because yeah. when someone follows the news, they show everything is fine in Iran, but what what is our life? What happened? Us. That's so different. Mm-hmm.